Yo, 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 We are the Illibaz Wise Guys, your boy Jake, I'm a boy. Too dizzy. Sheezy. It's way too easy. AKA, I'm chilling in the hood where it's breezy. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice with it. Bars. Sea breezy. Bars. Yo, did you hear Chris Brown on that new Friday album? Did you I, like that song? I, I like that song. This is random. It's a commercial. Super random. Commercial joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, yeah. it. I like it. Absolutely. Chris Brown always kills it. Though. He does. He does. Uh, welcome back to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. This is episode 150. 150. Cannot believe we made it this far. This is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody who's rocked with us for this long, who made it to episode 150. I remember when we were on episode 100, how much of a big deal that was. I remember episode one. Just looking at you. You remember so that? I want to slap everybody. Nah, you don't remember <laughs> I that. I want to slap yeah. you, the director, the producer, everybody was, in my vicinity. I was all the same for person. asking me to How are you do. slapping the same person? <laughs> well, I was good. That means you got slapped four times. Yeah, it was awkward as hell. I actually don't remember episode It was one. awkward I as hell. I swear to God. Don't I remember, remember it was like, you were like, hit record. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> This is weird, but you truly get used to it after doing it a couple times. So, by the way, just fun fact: like mm-hmm. you guys can't find episode one through sixteen right now. Them, them files are gone. We lost the stems, guys. They're gone permanently. Go look on every platform. You guys can go check Apple, Spotify. They're gone. This is, so this is like, our podcast starts online. Is that the case? At episode seventeen. Is that the case? <laughs> then y'all damn, y'all don't know what I was saying. One through sixteen. Do you know how many things I predicted? Yeah. I predicted Kendrick's all right, all right, dominance. This is, all right, this is Cap. One episode one. Cap. You can, go look at it. Oh, it's Cap. gone. <laughs> it's gone. If you guys want to check out uh episode one through sixteen, you can't. Sorry. But I might find it one day and throw it on Patreon just, or something like that. I don't know. You never know. This is our management. This might be a treat, man. I, where's Waldo? Where are the files at, bro? Jeez. As always, you know, if you guys are new here, stay a while. If you've been here before, stay even longer. This is the Illibaz Wise Guys Podcast. I'm Uche. This is Q. Now let's get into the church. Mm-hmm. Announcements. Church announcements. Okay. Q, what we got? Friday got a song. On his new album, which we reviewed on RatingsGameMusic.com. Called Sunday, I think it's called something. No, like, it's a self-titled album, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying the song on the album Got is it. called uh, something on Sunday. Going church on Sunday. Yeah, really good song. Love but, that. Um, Actually, re- I kind of like the album, but I don't love it. We have Burnout Boy. So do, I say Burnout Burnout Boy. Do you say Burner Boy? Have you ever encountered somebody that said, said Burner Boy? Yeah, white people <laughs> mostly. Hey, uh, Burner Boy. Burner Boy is coming out with a new album. Burnout Boy. Burner and Davido. <laughs> Actually, that one's that one's a little tricky because I've heard Africans say two different things. I've heard I David, swear to God, I've heard David. I've heard though. David. Yeah, I've heard Davido. I've never heard. Davido. That's actually you. I feel like you be adding you be adding the sauce on Davido. that extra on that O. Yeah. You yeah. be adding the sauce, Davido. But yeah, Burner Boy album dropped Boy. fire. I think it was fire. Uh, Friday, and then I also did Victoria Monet. Mm. Victoria Monet and Friday were the ones that was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Um, very very good album. And then we got songs Chef's by uh, Gucci Mane and J. Cole dropped a song, I actually. Well, Mike Will made it. Pretty good. Mike Will made it, Um, yeah. And then also there's a song, Lil Yachty dropped. Check out ratingsgamemusic.com for the best song and album reviews on the planet. We are steadily rising. We're on Google News all the time. You know who else anyway. on Google News? Who? Trump. 
Yeah, and his true. mugshot. That's true. Yeah. That mugshot. You know what? I, I, <laughs> I, I said that mugshot looks worse than I would have expected it to look. Hey, why does everybody who got the mugshot, though, why do y'all look like they in a gang, though? They legit look they like they, they did something like, wrong. They look, I'm telling you, yo. Even the ones that are smiling on the mugshot. They're all smiling. Like, they all got, like, some evil look. Every last one that of them. That black girl? You saw the black girl? She's like the devil. That's what I'm saying. Like, whoa. We'll anyway. see what happens, but... Uh, Anywho, in general, though, you guys make sure to go over to the Zero Skips playlist on yes, Spotify, sir. exclusively on Spotify, I might say. If you guys are an artist and you want to end up on a dope independent playlist with other artists who are doing their thing and we really rock with, to submit to us uh, via email, illevisedwiseguys at gmail.com, and we will make sure to consider your music for the playlist. And also just shout out to the other artists we've added. Um, there's a bunch of bangers. You guys make sure to go to the description Find that playlist after you listen to this episode and uh, check it out. And also, like I always mention every episode, you know, make sure to go to our YouTube clips, man. We we highlight the best, the worst, the sometimes trash, uh, and also just amazing conversations that we have, man. And we get cussed out. We get praised. Depends on the day. Go to the description. Go to our channel and check out some of combos that you guys might enjoy. Uh, let's jump into the mother effing topics, bro. On this episode, we're going to discuss naming a rapper in the past that you believe was a superstar that never panned out, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's a couple names we talked about offline, uh, and there's a, there's a lot. And this is probably going to be a debatable list because the key here is they never reached that superstardom. But when they were coming up, you thought they had it, but never reached it. Also, we are going to talk about why fans gravitate towards violent music mm. yeah man um and this is going to be an interesting one because mm. i think that like art is super subjective man i hate to be the bearer of bad news but what i think is not debatable is we as humans just seem to be obsessed with like anger negativity destruction it, it grabs our attention when, when we see it in art, when we see it in the music, in, 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 in movies, it grabs our attention. It makes us want to kind of indulge in it. And I think that um, that convo is probably going to be a little bit more philosophical. I'm, I'm kind of guessing. But first, are international artists taking over the music industry right now? You know, I, I, I kind of bring this up. I brought this to you, man, just in general, because I said to myself, man, Burna Boy is... He's, 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 he's making a name for himself. At the end of the day, with him just dropping a new album right now called uh, I Told Them, dot, dot, dot. He's kind of putting his fork, his, his flag in the sand and saying, I'm him, I'm here, this is my moment. I see fans online talking about, yo, Drake pushed his album back because of Burner Boy. I think that's cap. But nonetheless, African music, Afro beats music, Afro pop, Afro fusion, whatever the hell you guys want to call it these days, seems to have it's be, it's having a moment right now. Everybody wanted to have a combo about why hip hop has been lacking this year, but could this be about just the fact that there's a shift? There's music that's more desired right now. Is that how you see Afro beats? Talk to me. Where do you well, what do you think is happening right now? Well, Afro beats has always been there, right? Yeah, Afro beats in the last five years has been prominent. Like, you know, when WizKid dropped, uh, you know, with uh, Drake, One Dance, what was that, 2017? 17. Yep. 
Like that's when I thought Afro pop, at least in America, we have to make sure we emphasize that we're talking about in America. True. Like has Afro pop and Afro beats kind of overtaken the mainstream. And so I think people know how to consume Afro pop and Afro beats these days more. Like people know how to fuse it with other genres a lot more. Like for instance, I give you Selena Gomez and um, Rima with uh, Calm Down, which is a big hit. I think the way they were able to fuse pop and Afro beats there was perfect. When you start to get pop's attention, which several different genres get pop's attention, that's when I think it starts to skyrocket and it starts to blow up. The one thing that, at the end of the day, the one thing Afro beats and Afro pop have is great vibes, feel good vibes, good energy, and every single human being on this planet can relate to good vibes, good energy, especially coming off a pandemic that we just gone through, especially yeah. coming off, you know, inflation that we're all going through in America, especially coming off all this, you know, divide that we have in America. There's nothing better than listening to music with good vibes and good energy. And right. so I think factoring in all those elements is why Afrobeats and Afropop is as popular as it gets. Mm -hmm. But then we also have to factor in like, you know, hip hop is just not, the music is just not moving the needle this year. And, you know, the good thing about hip hop is it seems like the genre always reinvents itself. So, you know, maybe down the line, you know, in a year or two, it'll reinvent itself. But mm -hmm. right now in this day and age, I just feel like the vibes of Afrobeats is just what we need in the music community. It's what we need in life. That's that's the biggest thing I would attribute it to it. I mean, you might be right. There's probably some of that. Like I think we're in a there's a shift, right? Like like you said, music changes, right? There's a shit like mm -hmm. organically mm -hmm. things change over time. Nothing stays the same. Mm -hmm. Like I don't care what era of music it yeah. is, whether it's the, you know, the boom bap era in the 90s. I don't care if it's the you know, the more uh, R&B sort of like R&B singer on the, on the rap records, m puffy mace era of, of, of music and rap. I don't care if it's, you know, fast forward to like even the, the, the more conscious era where it was like you, Charles Hamilton was mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. on the cusp before the Kendricks. Mm -hmm. And then you go to the snap era. But you get what I'm saying? There's different eras. So to yeah. your point. That is natural in music. Mm -hmm. I agree, though. Right now, I think there's a shift going on right now. I think people are just tired, bro. People are tired of the status quo. They're tired of, tired of the violence. They're tired of the, 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 the negativity. Bro, we just... You know what nobody wants to bring up? Because people act like it didn't happen. We just got out of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I just and brought that up. Yeah, We got out of a pandemic where yeah. things look grim and Afrobeats comes right around just the corner and just becomes the soundtrack to people's lives and uplifts people's spirit. We don't talk about that enough in music. How at a wide scale, that actually is the basis why stuff just goes Ooh. right now. So I think people like Burner Boy are having a moment. <laughs> The people like Ashake right now having a moment, the 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 Fire Boys, the the Wande Cole, the Remas. Whoa. But more importantly, real quick, one thing I was gonna say was, mm -hmm. you know what I also noticed about Afrobeats and just rap? You mentioned one thing. You said pop artists are, are now collabing mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. One thing I noticed with that is interesting is when pop artists would collab with hip hop artists, mm -hmm. it would be the hip hop artists that would go into the pop world. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Afrobeats, the pop artists are coming into the Afrobeats world. 
That's a good point. That to me is kind of significant. Point. That's a good point. That kind of tells you I mean, like how everybody, no matter the point. color, is rocking with what's going on right that's now. That's a good point. I you mean, know what I'm saying? That's a good point. You know, and I, I think with Afropop too, what we always we we also have to consider is that um, it's a it's very easily consumable music. Yes. Like I felt like when reggae had its time, which reggae had its time for a long ass time. Wow. And people were, you know, fusing reggae with hip hop and all that stuff. It was hard with the language barrier. A lot of times Mm -hmm. it seems like Afro pop and Afro beats artists are taking in account that like, we want this to be consumable for American fans. We want this to be consumable for UK fans. So they're kind of like watering down some of the elements reggae artists were doing. So it makes it a lot more consumable. So I think that's, one of the big reasons also i agree it's, i mean it's as popular as it gets because reggae's always been there but it's like it's reggae's really music. a lot more of an acquired taste in my opinion than afro beats and afro pop so but reggae's different from dancehall i would say dancehall has more reggae of that, dancehall like, has yeah. more of that universal feel yeah, right? yeah but it's still you know it's still an acquired taste for a lot of people fair you know enough what i mean you're not but. you're right you're right let's move on to the next topic next topic are traditional interviews played out? This is actually a topic that you presented. Um, but I kind of know where you're coming from. You know, ESTG recently walked out of an interview after being asked, are you a football player? Or something along the lines <laughs> like that. <laughs> right? And so it just seemed like he was annoyed by the weird slash, you know, out-of-pocket questions that uh, the interviewer was asking him. So... It's kind of like that's a theme these days where I feel like rappers are getting into these interviews and just kind of being annoyed by like just the basic questions that people ask. So the question now is, okay, if we can't even ask these artists basic questions, like how do we do interviews with these artists? So like, should we just end interviews all together? <laughs> of course not. So like, what, not. what what do you think we should do to fix this relationship between interviewers and rappers dog i even saw i told you before we record i saw a recent one too academics interviewing young nudie and uh, i believe his name is baby drill yeah you know some dudes from atlanta coming up and i said to myself like yo I, i think right now there's like people are starting to see that there's a very weird relationship between uh the rappers and the people who are doing the quote unquote interviews, the people with the, at the platforms, and yeah. and I think there's some responsibility on both sides. I'm not gonna lie, but mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I think it's more so on the artist side of things, mm-hmm. because I think in an era that we are now, where I feel like as an artist, you kind of have to open up more. Like I think we all know that music isn't just about music these days. Like if you want to be in the industry or the artist, like we yeah. know you got to be a little bit more than just your music. For sure. Unless for your sure. music completely speaks for itself. Like if you're Frank Ocean, we know what time it is. Yeah. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Like Frank Ocean don't need to talk to nobody ever. The mysteriousness of Frank Ocean is Cor- kind of a part of his brand. Not only it's that, why you like his music exactly. But not only that, like the music is just so phenomenal. We feel like we kind of understand the duality of who he is through his music. Yep. But I feel like the majority of artists are nowhere near Frank Ocean level of talent. So I feel like you're being nice. Uh, that's what it is. You're being nice. What, what did I say wrong? I no, I agree with that. What did I say you're wrong? Nowhere near the talent, but that's not it. No, I'm 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 continuing okay, to go. So, what I mean is, okay. and because they're nowhere near the level of talent, it, you have to do more. You we have to know who you are. 
I think the days of us fans just giving a fuck about your music and never caring about you speak, them days are over. We're, we're, we're in a different era. We kind of got to know more about you, and you, you kind of need to have a personality. This is the reason why Drake went to the, the, the Bobby Altoff girl. Drake yeah. actually has a personality. Yeah. Drake showcases his personality. Drake thinks he's a comedian. He thinks he's yeah. He's Drake, like he, Drake legit thinks he's a comedian. And he showcases it on a on a regular on a main scale, but I want to get your opinion. But my point is at the end of the day, I feel like artists need to realize that your personality mm-hmm. is damn near as important as the music to as as a rising artist. Like a lot of people care about who you are as a person. Social <sighs> media, they, it kind of connects them to the music itself. Yeah. What do you think? You disagree? Well, there's two words I'm going to use here, right? Two words, and they kind of sound similar. First word is archaic. The whole process of interviews is archaic to me. Like, back in the day, you know, the whole idea of I went, Googled your name, checked your bio, where are you from? Like, in this day and age, there's people, kids, you know, people with time on their hand that are already doing that research. Yep. We don't, we already know everything about the rapper already because we've already done, several people have done the research. They put it out there, you know, so it's stop asking those generic questions. Like what, what, what country of origin are you from? You know, how is your upbringing? Like we've heard that answer a hundred times. I'm pretty sure ESTG's upbringing was very similar to young Jeezy's upbringing. You're not saying anything New, I don't know about that. Right? Yo, Whatever. But yo, I mean, that, I'm just. That man was you an know NBA. What I'm he was an NBA combine, apparently. Generic. That's different. I'm but go ahead. Generic, I get you. I get right? You. So, archaic is the first word I use. Okay. The second word that sounds similar to it is articulate. I don't think rappers come out being able to articulate mm. their life, you know, as much as an experienced interviewer can, right? Like, Think about some of the best interviews you've heard. Some of them are the ones that are able to articulate because they've experienced several interviews on there. A lot of these new artists, this is their first interview. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of these new artists are still trying to figure out. Like, they didn't come out. They didn't say, I want to be a rapper so I can do interviews with people. True. Like, this is something you learn. This is something that you get better at. So to assume that these rappers, who a lot of them dropped out of school, not saying that they're dumb or anything, but a lot of rappers dropped out of school. A lot of rappers, you know, a lot of rappers are not interested in being the most grammatically correct or, you know, sounding the most consumable, easily to digest, you know, you know, speaking wise. Mm-hmm. They come out there raw as hell on interviews. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, we can't expect much. Interviewing is not one of the first things they want to do as a rapper. And I can attest to it. Like, I don't I don't like doing interviews. I don't like talking about myself. I actually do not like talking about myself. Me neither. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I talk about it's myself excruciating, enough. To and be honest. That's what these rappers are. But my do. thing is this though, bro. Like, unfortunately, now you might get to the point where you you can actually say I don't want to interview with nobody, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of these that's artists do. Does. The 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 weekends, the losey verts, they literally do do not interview with people yeah. on purpose. Whereas other people like the ESTGs, can they afford to not talk to people? 
I'm just asking. This is a question. They can't, but like the, the the young nudies, the baby drills. But that's where I'm like, can they afford to not go to platforms? That's where I agree. Does with their you. music speak enough? That's where I agree with itself? you. Is their respo- probably not. It's both of their responsibility. It's their management's responsibility to get them prepared for these interviews. It's their responsibility to want to be good in the interview. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's people don't talk about it. You're right. It's one thing to do it, but I want to be good when I go there. But <laughs> You know, I do think that's, that's why people like The Breakfast Club is so great because, like, they understand how to get the best out of people when they go there. Mm-hmm. It's a laid back, you know, just environment there. Mm. So, like, if more people can do, like, sort of like Breakfast, like, for instance, we talked about this in the past. I know we're about to move on, but we talked about it. Cool dude, you know, from, was it Complex, that guy? Cool dude, he Wind does Sables? interviews. No, remember the dude that interviewed oh, Speedy Mormon. Speedy, Speedy Mormon. Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool dude. Like you know, I can tell he's on his grind, but like his interview style to me, I'm like, it's not my favorite. You, you know, it's a mean? good word. I like the archaic it's, word. Like it, it's, it's 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 almost archaic. I wouldn't say, but I uh, real quick, I wouldn't say that that style of interview is outdated. What I will say though is that to your point, you need to pick the artist who can articulate themselves. Articulate the the level of expectation Mm -hmm. in that type of interview, and that's why the Mm -hmm. Vince Staples. When Mm -hmm. you talk about articulation, Mm -hmm. he's 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 probably number one in rap. But also, I want to say this. I was also I wanted to bring this up when you initially said it was, I don't know how much respect rappers and artists have for the person doing the interview. There's a respect level that's not there. It's a whole nother debate. You know, like for instance, the Vince Staples and the Speedy guy, right? Vince Staples is walking all over. I'm like, ah, just do this. I'm going to do that and do this. I think if the interviewers, there needs to be a stand your ground. Don't, just because they're the the artist don't mean you got to sit there and just abide by everything they're saying. I agree. Stand your ground a little bit. And I think that comes with time. Stand your ground. And if you saw, real quick, if you saw the the Vince Staples, Joe Budden interview, Mm -hmm. went completely different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you could argue maybe they have a rapport. I know they know each other personally, but also Joe Budden's personality personality. is not one that will be walked all over. You see what I'm saying? So it really really depends, right? Yeah. So acquiesce to whatever. So. Yeah. yeah, man, that's was, was, a good discussion. I like that. Next mother freaking topic: artists that aren't mentioned enough but should be. You know, I I, I thought to myself, man, because uh, Polo G just dropped a new song called uh, "Barely Holding On," and I and I uh, I really like that song. You know, I I I think Polo G is one of the one of the few people of his generation uh, in this whole pop melodic wave that's happened over the last i don't know four or five years since he's kind of been making a name for so that's that actually has like a high level of talent Mm -hmm. and actually shows it musically here and there but more importantly he's popping polo g is popping like his last album sold over 100k i think the one before that sold over 100k usually if you're selling over 100k first week you're a big dog in this game when you get to that level, we got to start talking about you in a, in a different light. Now your expectations change. You know what I'm saying? So at a certain point... He agrees with you. Exactly. At what point do we start like evaluating him and saying, okay, is he that guy or not? Or Even is it though, like, what is it? What is he? What is it about people like? That, what that, is it about... Yeah. Why isn't he regarded? That Why way? isn't he considered... Because he never gets talked about. That's really the biggest point. Yeah. He never gets mentioned. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, there's some other people like Tyler the Creator, but nonetheless, like, what do you think about? What do you think there is about certain artists like him or Tyler the Creator that makes it so that people are not talking about them in the mainstream, but they have a core fan base that's big enough that makes them a big dog? If that makes sense. At the end of the day, he gets lumped in to the whole category of like you know emotional hip hop, emotional trap, or whatever you want to call it. Right. He gets lumped in with a whole bunch of different people. You know, they appreciate his music for sure. But, like, at the end of the day, it's lumped in with other people, right? right. Like, at, when he first came out, like, when Polo G's first got popping, a bunch of other people were getting popping at the same time. Like, we're talking Polo, Lil we're Baby. talking Lil Baby, we're talking uh, Lil Durk. But they are all getting popping at the same time. Yeah. I think at that time, they were kind of just lumping him with that group. Right. Since then, a lot of those people have kind of gone their own way. Mm-hmm. So now I think they're patiently waiting for what Polo G is going to do next. From what what lane is he going to take? Because when he dropped his second album, we didn't know where to classify. We the goat. Want you to, mean the goat? It, um, third album. Sorry, third album. Uh, Hall, of the, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. He was he was playing with pop pop sounds in that album. It was rap right? star era, right? So. I think most of us are waiting for him to make that full transition to pop rapper. And like he hasn't made it yet. So we're just kind of waiting, 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 waiting. Yeah. Once he makes that transition, which I don't think he will anymore, actually. I don't know what he the um, thing is the thing about Polo G, I, I'm not sure. I'm attention. not sure what he wants to do, but you know, it's funny, man. I was going back in his discography real quick. Cause this that's mm-hmm. where this topic kind of stems from. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to his old music. He has a song called Three Headed Goat. Yeah. Right? With Dirk. It's him. Right? Dirk and, and Lil, Lil Baby. Baby. Yeah. And to see over the years how notable and notoriety the Lil Babies have gotten, mm-hmm. the Lil Dirks have received, and where Polo G just seems to be like this dude in the background yeah. that nobody talks about. Yeah. But you could argue He's the biggest. He's bigger than both of them. He's actually You big, could argue he's, that. He's actually considered the biggest. And I, I think it's interesting. Like well, I, well, not considered. He's actually, if you look numbers wise. He's actually numbers wise doing the best. I I made the argument actually, that like baby, I just feel like people don't really know who he is, bro. Like I really think people don't know who he is. Like kind of to the point before, like does yeah. the music speak enough for people to kind of just get a mm-hmm. sense for who you are? We get your story, your hood. You mm-hmm. from Chicago? You from mm-hmm. Chirac? Mm-hmm. You got killers. You shoot. Okay, cool. But do you have a personality? Have we ever but heard you talk? Let's be real. I though, think pe- I think there's a disconnect with Polo let's G. Let's be real. I love Polo G, but like Polo G has had some duds. He has a lot of duds <laughs> in his in his resume, especially recently. You ain't lying. Like, you know, the Michael Jackson smooth criminal thing. Oh, I think God. that set a lot of people back. Like, they're like, okay, this guy's a playing around. Like, you know, I, I don't think this gets talked about enough. As as listeners, we wait on these people yep. sometimes to, to reach that potential. And if we're like, yo, if you ain't gonna reach mm-hmm. it, then we just gonna sit back and wait. I'm just gonna sit back, play the back until you reach it. So I think th- that song he dropped. That you said you love, amazing that is song, a great. It makes you look forward to what he has next. Finally, this is the first time since probably rap star being serious since rap star where I can be like, yo, I'm actually looking forward to what he, he does next. True, I haven't ha- I haven't had that feeling 
throughout the years. I, actually, I, the I last agree, two, three years. I agree with you. He's a bit inconsistent. But, Listen, but he, unfortunately, he's going to retire. <laughs> allegedly. Yo, I think he's just saying that to get, you know, buzz yeah. people up. You know what I'm saying? Get people hyped for the album. Listen, Hood Poet is on the way. Apparently, it's coming out like September or something like that. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is his do or die moment. No. No. I'm saying he he's, has at, multiple. he's at a crossroads right now. I don't think so. If Polo G does not deliver with this album, he will be what we think he is, which is, oh, yeah, he's just the guy in the background. I don't think so. If he delivers, he elevates above the babies and the, and the, and the little dirks. He just does. He's right there. To you. I mean, I'm speaking, the knuckle, I'm the, speaking as the myself. Knucklehead still won't hear as myself. Next <laughs> topic. Why do fans gravitate towards violent music? Yes. I presented this topic because uh, I don't know if you heard. There's a guy named Byron Messia. What do you mean? Ma- I heard Messia. Byron Messia. I think it's called Messia. Yeah, Messia yeah. with no H. Talabans two. Stop shot that wagwan. I don't know what I just Wag-guan. said. Wagwan. Don't know. Uh, but what yeah. about what about? So they dropped Talabans two. Why you got to like That was funny. Burnout boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Um and. What's cool about it, good vibes, like I said, you know, good vibes, like an Afro beats and reggae song usually has. Infectious melodies, they're singing softly, but like the lyrics are so gangster. Mm. It might be the most gangster song I heard this year. They're talking about putting people on Red Cross and what did you say? Mother, mother gonna fly, no gravity or whatever. Yeah, he's like, hit your like, mother, no gravity. It's just like all violent, right? Yeah, yeah. they got the sticks but and the blicks and brother, everything out in that joint. Brother. Yeah. Brother, I loved every second of it. Like, why? Like, I should be loving songs about love and, you know, about inspirational, getting out the mud. But why? What is it about violent music where you're just like, yo, dog, that's so fire? Because this is not just today, but this is historically mm. like some of the best songs like are the ones when they talk in that talk mm-hmm. but this is not productive yeah. like why <laughs> why all right two things one you this is how i know you getting old because mm. you weren't about productivity in music <laughs> okay that's number one number two bro there's something about just living vicariously through people through, through art. violent Yes, man. Yo, okay. You know how you know okay, this is I gotta call you out. Okay, here we go. You like horror movies, right? I do I love horror movies. You know how much violence and, and evil it is. and demonic it things is. happen in it horror is. flicks? That's true. Are we but gonna I have a conversation about productivity? I don't think the, the in mutant in, in movies the horror part. I don't think the violent parts are the best parts of horror movies. I don't care. I think just the Yo, mystery. Hey, brother, brother. Figuring out what the hell, why this demon's bothering but, you. But, bro. That's tight. Byron, Messiah, and Burner Boy were talking about some productive things in that song. What? He know? said, he said, if, yeah, it, money if, you, and- if you play me dumb, I would let sparks fly like an electrician. You mean that? He was talking about, you know, financial I literacy. I financial literacy. Fi- wealth management. Uh, but what? No, but Hustle. What is it? It's, I, I'm telling you, like I just think, I just think that like people. Do you think it's okay to like yeah, like violent music? I have no problem with that shit, man. I, to be honest with you, I think yeah. it's perfectly normal. Okay. Like I think, I think that us as humans, yeah. we like 
or we gravitate. I'll say gravitate. Yeah. I can't say like or dislike, but yeah. it makes us stop and watch yeah. things that are horrific. Yes. This is the reason why an accident will happen and on the road, looking. tragic accident, and yeah. people driving are like, yo, what the? And then it causes traffic because yes. everybody's looking. Yes. People like, whether they think they know it or not, they like to watch but you know what? things that are jarring. I will you say this, though. I think I've gotten to a point. I'll give myself some credit. I've gotten to a point how they say it is what I gravitate to. Like when 6ix9ine is talking about, yeah, boom, boom. Like when, when he's doing all that, I don't care for that as much. Okay. But when it's like slyly done, like there's, let's admit, yeah. there's something tight about hearing somebody who you would not think talk about guns rap about guns. you mean Lil Tecca right like Lil Tecca <laughs> you mean or, Lil Tecca or like Nav like when Nav talks about it just sounds it does sound tight it sounds tight or like think about like yo. you're like yo whoa like I didn't know he was like that yo, listen. like Post Malone hey bro think about Post Malone I never heard you know, Ray J when Ray J was talking about like it's just like I think Ray J with the shit though there's some, just, yeah Ray just, J, yeah, Ray J, J you know. no. but no real quick real quick 21 Savage He's, do you know how yeah, much joy this sounds this is the most unproductive thing I probably said on this whole episode this is not good do you know how say. much joy this is I not get good. no I'm just I gotta be honest what do you want me to do man he, See, the problem is everybody feels me, but nobody wants to say good. this. Okay? <laughs> Twenty I get a lot of joy from hearing 21 Savage talk about the 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 demonic sliding. It sounds cool. It sounds cool. I'm not saying I, I agree with the message. Cool. I'm not saying none of that. Yeah, I'm wondering. I just why. think it sounds good the way I think he this says is, it. You this know is what I'm one saying? this is one where it's like I want the fans to tell us. I want the, the our listeners to tell us. What, mm. what is it about violent music that you gravitate to, that we gravitate to? Interesting. Yeah, I do think this is a good one because, yeah, I think everybody kind of is going to feel yeah. guilty. But other people just won't. Some people are unapologetic, dog. Yeah, for sure. You like what you like. For sure. They know how bad it you is. Like what you There's like. people who like to smoke. Mm -hmm. They know how bad cigarettes are. Yeah, but. But they like cigarettes. But it's like. And it's bad for the community. It's bad for their health. Do, but they like Why do it. most of us like it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, let's move on. Like, we all trash Will Smith. They're like, Will Smith's talking about not cussing and doing productive things. We trash that. But then we're like, oh, I want to hear 21 Savage. Hey, I want to hear 21 Savage call it's, people pussies, man. What's wrong and, with that? And us? slide on them, man. I'm What's just wrong? Saying. Hey, he does it in such a creative way, doesn't he? Hey, I think Morgan Wallen talks about slapping people. I will people, so. never hear that man talk about <laughs> slapping people. But let's move on to the next topic. Yo, what's a verse... Or a song that kind of solidified mm. Uh, mm. an artist for you. Mm. You know, mm. I, I don't want to go to... Mm. I, I was thinking about this topic. I, I think I told you this, man. Like, I was listening to Fabio Foreign, mm. uh, who, by the way, you know, he dropped his last mm. album. And people kind of like... Yeah, they were kind of... I didn't like it, but it wasn't like, you know... Yeah. He didn't blow anybody away with the last album. Yeah. So he has some proving to do. But I will say, there was some hype about Fabio Foreign that I didn't get. Mm. Until mm. I heard his verse on Off the Grid mm. with Kanye West and Playboy Cardi, and I said to myself, "Hey, yo, mm. he needs to do that more. If he does that, this guy is a beast." And ever since that verse on his album, I kind of understood his approach. I understood where he was. I understood mm -hmm. like his mm -hmm. artistry a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I was able to appreciate what he did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, another example to me is like 
Rod Wave, you know, he dropped mm-hmm. his song years ago called Hard on Ice. And mm-hmm. this was before he became the Rod Wave of today. Mm-hmm. But I was like, bro, I felt something in my heart, dog. Mm-hmm. It was a story he was telling. The melodies, the mm-hmm. vocals, mm-hmm. it hit me with that song. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, what, like, what's a verse or a song for somebody that just, I got some just good hit ones. you and you said, they're the one? I got some good ones for you. Yeah. So, T.I., I'm just going to go back in history. Okay. When T.I. dropped his verse from Never Scared, Mm. <laughs> he said, Bone Never Scared, yeah. yeah. T.I.'s verse on Never Scared. I always knew T.I., you know, he had all these songs, whatever, you right. know. But, like, Never Scared was like, oh, he's that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? T.I. Never Scared verse. Mm. Jeezy, so icy. I actually didn't know Gucci or Jeezy at the time. But I kept hearing rumblings about Young Jeezy. Mm. I'm like, who's this Young Jeezy guy? Then I heard his verse on So Icy. I was like, okay, yeah. Jeezy's yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He took off there. Uh, newer school, Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert okay. on um, uh, Migos, uh, Bad and Bougie. Don't tell. Yo, to me, his Bad verse is forgettable, bro. The, I, mean, I never, was, I didn't I never make it, it to his verse. I didn't love his verse, but you, but you, but, but you, it I made a like, mark on you. Okay, yeah, like this is got this, you because that's what it's about, right? That it's, is what it's about. It's it is like when did you realize? Okay, this is this. There's guy. something here. Like yeah, he, he's this someone. Is, he's yeah. that guy. So on um, Bad and Bougie when he he dropped that verse, weird, weird. It, his verse changes like the vibe of the whole song. It, it, it and that's why it always do it. The rhythm of it, but yeah, I was like, yo, damn, I didn't know at the time like he can do that. Um, you know who I got? I got one. Dog, when I heard Lupe on Touch the Sky, I didn't care for that verse. I didn't think what? he made I didn't think he made it at the time on Touch the Sky. Are you I thought ca- Kanye just gave him a shot? You're out of your shot. mind, bro. Kanye gave him a shot and then he just L- Nah, he bro. He took nah, it because that was like the first time I heard Con- uh, Lupe. And I was and I was locked in from day 1. But it was Me like, personally, I was locked in okay, from day 1. I mean, that's fine. That's you know. Opinion. But I get it. He he didn't like blow up at the yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah. He made a mark on me. Like, okay. for example, a good, another good one is, uh, yo, I think the first time people heard Future, and at the time, I yeah. never knew who Future was. Racks on racks on racks. Racks on racks. <laughs> yo, racks on racks did on anybody racks. know who I have Future no clue was? Who that guy was with Y2UT or whatever his name was? YC. 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 Yeah. That, yo, that, that song was the shit. Racks on racks on racks. Racks on racks on racks on racks. There was a little error. Was it YG on the song, too? No, he was not. YG was on Booted and Tooted. I didn't know. I didn't know that was YG and Ty Dollar Song. I was like, yo, Tooted and Booted is YG. It wasn't until a couple years later. Then you realize he was on it. I was like, wait, that's YG? But, um,. Yeah, that's Another person I'm gonna give you is Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty on okay. um, mixtape. I was Ooh. like, who is this guy? He killed that. It's like he killed that. Who is this? But you know, you could, Lil Yachty has actually several mixtape broccoli. When I heard him on Bro, I was like, oh nah, he killed this joint. I was like, Lil Yachty's that guy. Um, you know, surprisingly for Drake, you know, the first time I heard Drake, uh, I know a lot of people got introduced to Drake on um, So Far Gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At a wide scale. But, to, mm-hmm. you know, back in high school, dog, we was listening to Trey songs featuring Drake. Oh, yeah. The uh, the Replacement uh, Girls. Replacement Girl. The, the comeback yeah. season yeah. era. But in particular, yeah. I'm not going to lie, Drake on Replacement Girl, mm-hmm. the video, he looked corny, bro. He looked, he just looked corny as hell. If the imagery of him, yeah, he didn't look believable. Like I just this didn't believe. Two thousand what six? Oh seven, like oh yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, but clearly to me it was um it was so far gone. Like in particular, um, best I ever had. That to me, yeah. When I heard best I ever had, it was it was solidified. He's out of here. It was it of was course. like it was, it was, it was solidified. Of, dog. At the time, best I ever had was one of the best songs I ever heard in my life. <laughs> I was like, dog, this is like 
a highly quality rap R&B song. Yeah. Um, let's do some girls. Who are some girls that... Like Nicki Minaj, when she mm. dropped Five Star Chick. Remember on that? Five Star Chick. I just something and something and I got a bag on Gucci or whatever. Yeah. Fire verse. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, she who was on a couple things too, man. Damn. You talking Cardi, about just women in Cardi general? Yellow, yellow Bella. I was going to say Yellow Bella. Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow, obviously. She was putting out Gangsta Bitch Volume 1, 2 before who that, Cardi? but nobody really was rocking with I it. had no clue who Cardi B was. Yeah, no, B she was. had like two mixtapes before that. But I didn't even know yeah. who Cardi B was in Love and Hip Hop because I stopped watching it. Got you. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, I mean, what are some verses that you guys think of? You know, verses, songs, you know, it can be either or, but I think everybody has their own story, their own memory yeah. for yeah. a particular artist. That What was a verse? And, and, you might, and the cool thing about this topic is most people were late on all these artists. Most By the time you realize that somebody was that who they eventually became, yeah, of course. they had already amassed a, a nice little following. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Of course. They, they just bubbled up to the top. Of course. Maybe found them on the radio. I don't of know. Course. Rap of course. caviar. Who knows? But nonetheless, leave your thoughts and reviews uh, or, or picks in the comments. Let's move on to the next topic. Next topic. And Which last topic. rapper from the past did you think was a superstar but never panned out? Wow. This was a topic that I proposed. It's kind of very similar. It's actually kind of similar to two other topics. It's kind of similar to the um, artists that aren't mentioned enough. And, um, you know, the when did somebody you think solidified their rap legend um the reason i brought this up was because tyler yahweh he dropped an album called uh heart full of rage 2 recently mm. and i was like wait a second like i remember when tyler yahweh remember he had the song with uh post malone called uh tommy lee yes and man. i was like saint yo. john was on the remix and saint john was on the remix yeah. and i was like yo dog like i thought Tyler Yahweh was the next big star. Yep. Like, I'm talking about, like, I thought Tyler Yahweh was going to be up there with the Trippy Reds and the yep. Lil Uzi Verts and all that stuff because I thought he was versatile, mm -hmm. melodic, talked about violence. <laughs> <laughs> like, he did, he had it all. But in a fun way. He's like a, he was in like a, a fun whiz way. to me. He was like a whiz he's almost. Like a whiz you know? where it's like, and you I just feel sliding, like, but it's like, bro, he's, he's cool. He's a it's, it's, it's cool. You know he's a laid back dude. Correct. But I feel like he never really manifests. He hasn't manifested. I'm not trying to write his like you know eulogy right now but i'm yeah. just like you know he's never he still has time the potential but mm. he never manifested like i thought he would back then so when i thought about some other people hmm. like in the past like i thought about murphy lee mm. you know with saint lunatics remember when murphy lee dropped that verse on shake it tell feather of course come man. on that's the a biggest song in the world at that time first i thought murphy i was actually one of those people that thought murphy lee watched nelly Every time he takes on a song with him, nonsense. I thought he watched. But him you know what though? Every but song. A, but go go look at the the, the the catalog. But rock the mic remix. I thought he watched him. I thought he watched him on yeah. on shake your tail feather. But you know what? Though? Batter up. Come I, on, he watched him. But I'm not gonna lie. That's unfair. Nobody ever I looked thought. at nobody. But what I'm saying mm -hmm. is unfair. Is nobody ever looked at Murphy Lee like I'm sorry, Nelly as a rapper. Lyrical, rap super dude. lyrical. So exactly. Same. It's easy. Yeah. Murphy Lee was coming from a like a rapper, rapper rap standpoint. Clever, yeah, witty. Of course. Remember he had the joint with Christina Million. I was like, okay, nah, he's out. That's of That's a good here. one though. Murphy he's Lee's a good out one. Out of here. Murphy Lee's a good one. Yeah. Though. You know, for me, like I was thinking of um, when you when you mentioned that, you know, I said to myself, I'll give you two. One. Uh, I'll call him more of a legacy act, even though they're still kind of active, is Wale. Like, mm. to me, mm. being from D.C., 
uh, you could argue I'm biased, but I also approach Wale from a, a genuinely an objective standpoint. I got the criticisms about Wale, but I also realized what he was great at. Mm-hmm. And while he had a moment where he was topping the charts, kind of, sort of, mm-hmm. with these like love, R&B, mm-hmm. women, you know, angled songs, I thought he did a great job at that. That was his lane. Yeah. Right? But he was somebody who always was gunning for the top of rap. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the fans never anointed him mm-hmm. in that, and he wanted that joint. Mm-hmm. He, yo, he Wale wanted a Wale wanted, wanted the last bad. of the dying breeze of rappers wanted who bad. wanted the spot. Yeah. When the last time you heard a rapper say he like, "I want to be number and, one," and the thing is, when the last time you heard that, I agree. It was crazy because Wale was that guy. He, like, he had the talent to me. He came out around the time Kid Cudi, Drake, Wale, Cole, like that was a. He was actually the most popular out of that crew. Lady Gaga. Early on. The first one to work with Lady Gaga. Gaga, He was super early on a lot of ways. And he's always been solid, but it's just like he just never had that breakthrough. Something didn't connect. Always never had that break. That's a really good one. I got another one, though. And Mm -hmm. he's he's still active, but I'm I'm fearing Mm -hmm. that if we had this convo 10 years from now, Mm -hmm. I would still maintain the same name. Mm -hmm. St. John. I was thinking about St. John when you said I'm, Tyler I'm Yahweh. Fearful. I was I'm thinking very about St. John when you said this, Tyler I'm not Yahweh. gonna lie, yo. I was thinking Something about St. John. Tells me that yeah. something's not clicking. Yeah. And if we talking about talent, I'm on record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Both of us actually, I'm on record as saying that in terms of talent, this guy got it. He got it. Mm-hmm. He got everything. Mm-hmm. My, my melody, tone, mm-hmm. delivery. Mm-hmm. Styles of genre, the image, rock star. He got whatever you want. But for whatever reason, the music ain't connecting. And the talent, to me, ain't matching the stature. Mm. And I'm wondering, will that last? And unfortunately, without without indicting his career, and I hope I'm wrong. This is I hope I'm wrong, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's trending to that. Am mm. I wrong to feel that way? I don't think so. I don't know. I, mean, I feel bad about I, it. I'm I mean, not going to lie, I, I, but I feel like I'm on track with that. because what, his Roses single was just unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if people understand him yet. And I don't know if people will ever understand him. But mm. uh, you, I had another person I forgot, so we can already... <laughs> You took my. I was. It was my go. You took two, and I forgot mine. So I oh, was my bad. Say. Well, you named two. You said Murphy <laughs> said Lee, and oh, then you yeah, said Tyler Yahweh. Well, you opened oh, up with Tyler Yahweh. Yeah. Charles Hamilton. <laughs> was that the one you were talking? Just throw names. Was that the, the one you were talking about? No, it was not. It was not Charles, Charles Hamilton. Hamilton. It was not. We Charles. Th- Yo, Charles Hamilton was gonna be a star. I thought you couldn't Charles tell me Hamilton. You could not tell me otherwise, bro. I'm I thought Charles you. Hamilton was gonna be huge. Yeah. But then it's it's always interesting. You brought up Wale. It's always interesting because those are the type of people that he got backed by. MMG, mm-hmm. like people were putting dollars. Oh, you mentioned yellow into one. yeah, I did, but it wasn't even him. But I mean, there's other, but then there's other people like ASAP Rocky. Like ASAP Rocky's been great, but will ASAP Rocky ever reach the potential that we had for him? Because I think he's an interesting one to me. ASAP Rocky to me, I'm gonna tell you right now, ASAP Rocky to me is the definition of a perfect rapper on the mic. Perfect rapper. His voice is perfect. He can flow, punch lines, everything. He's cool as hell, ahead of trends. Hmm. But like, after dropping, you know, long live ASAP and live long ASAP or whatever, that, those were teasers. Those were appetizers. We were supposed to get that 
full-blown, full-length debut album that was a classic, and I feel like we never we haven't gotten it yet. I feel like that's what testing was going to be. And I think that's that, what testing, testing was supposed testing to was, be. And, and, and that's what, and by the way, like we're, we're at the end of the show, but just in general, like I think that even ASAP's name could have been mentioned in that, in the topic that where we were talking about artists yeah. who are mentioned, yeah. but never get to, artists who are like mentioned that they're top tier. Yeah. Like people kind of know they're top tier, but yeah. they never get talked about. They're never compared yeah. to the ones who we discuss yeah. on a regular basis. They're just like outliers. Yeah. The Tyler, the creators. Yep. Sometimes you get to a point where fans want to see what you. Uh, and I think they want to see what you're working with, and they they waiting. And it goes and back to the, what I said about Polo. I was like, at a certain point, they're just waiting. We're just waiting. We're like, now we're just like, yo, okay, you're gonna do all that other stuff. We're waiting for that debut album to blow us away. And I don't know, sometimes man. it never comes, right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, oh, you were gonna mention Chance the Rapper too, by the way. So, well, but, but we, we I feel like but we, we tailored, but we ta- yeah, and I don't want to bring him up because also. <laughs> Because also we we tailored the the combo. Cause Can you it was believe? Because like, it was like, yo, did, he kind of made it to the mountaintop. Can you believe Chance the Rapper is now like the case study for like what to not do with your career? That's crazy to me. It's great. Like he's a part of like every case study. But anyway, all right. It's a damn that's shame. It, that, that's actually a damn shame. It's true. It's true. Uh, you guys, let us know what you guys think. If you've made it this far subscribe make sure you subscribe make sure you share this episode make sure you like it yo we rock with y'all episode 150 this one's for the books man 150 this one's for the books you gonna, you gonna say featuring leo on this episode featuring Leo. he got his back to him look at him he don't even care about y'all he's ready to pow he, he literally don't care about y'all. on you because you you over here talking bad about him he got a nice That's little all? haircut for y'all too man. he got a caesar nice little haircut shout out to y'all and as always if you're giving advice just make sure it's ill yes sir Bow!